Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Big stories. Big guests. The Big Picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. All right, 974-8255. Got a lot more still to get to uh, on the program on this Tuesday afternoon. But I want to take a look at uh, the question of how well Canadians know what happened in World War II. The role that Canadian troops played in, in winning World War II. And also, more specifically, a key moment of World War II, D-Day, June 6, 1944. Now, this year will mark the 75th anniversary of that key battle. But how well do we know the events of D-Day, the significance of D-Day, the role Canadians played in D-Day? Now, 75 years, granted, is, is a long time. May well be that, you know, a generation ago, a uh, comparable question uh, that with, with that amount of years having passed might be challenging as well. So perhaps there, there, there is a, a gulf that exists when it comes to Canadians' knowledge of, of history that maybe isn't new. But obviously the significance of this does create some cause for concern. So joining us to talk a bit more about some of the research they've been doing and what the results tell us about Canadians' knowledge of D-Day, very pleased to welcome to the program Anthony Wilson-Smith, President and CEO of Historica Canada, historicacanada.ca. Anthony, thanks so much for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Thank you. My pleasure. All right. Well, tell us about this survey, which, I mean, it's almost kind of like a quiz, I guess, uh, gauging Canadians' knowledge of D-Day. What, what was the impetus for this? Well, you know, it's, it's, first of all, it's, uh, of course, June 6th is coming up, and you like to start getting attention in advance. The other thing is that uh, here in Toronto, where we're based, there's actually a very big car show where, in fact, they're bringing in um, a series of World War II vehicles to show to people who attend. So that was, you know, that was another reason for doing timing on this. But overall, it's the test level of knowledge. And for us also, you know, we make the Heritage Minutes, with which I hope a lot of your listeners are familiar. And we were actually going to have one on on uh, D-Day and Canada's role coming out in late May. So it's a nice time to start stirring the pot. Well, it is. So uh, talk about then the, the questions you pose to Canadians and, and where, where you're trying to get a sense of their knowledge. Yeah, we were, and I have to say, having seen some of them, I felt like kind of lying down and putting a cold compress on my forehead or something for a while. It's, um, there's some varying degrees of things. So we began by just saying, you know, do you know what D-Day is? And uh, that was pretty good. 62% knew that that was the date on which Allied forces invaded northern France or Normandy in the Second World War, which was, you know, the question didn't say, but is the biggest single sea-bound invasion in the history of the world, never anything like it, 150,000 people landing. And then we had things like... Um, you know, did you know that Canada participated in D-Day? Well, there was good. Two-thirds knew that. Um, and actually, or more than half didn't know that the U.S. did, who was the biggest player in there, and didn't know that the British did, and they were the second biggest player. <laughs> then, uh, you know, only uh, one, about one out of three knew D-Day was in 1944. I don't get too fussed about dates as such if people know significance. You know, I've always felt, do you understand the meaning more than the day, you know, more than... Right. 
a particular date counts more. And then just another couple. Um, the really kind of depressing one, I think, is six, you know, only about four in ten did not know who the Allies were fighting. In other words, didn't know that it was Germany. Um, about 11% actually thought they were fighting France, which, of course, has been conquered by Germany. 4% wow. thought they were fighting England, for heaven's sake. And then uh, there were a couple of other stabs. And then people didn't know the name of Juno Beach. Again, that was a code name going in. And a lot of, you know, about half didn't know that. And I think, again, that's, that's probably a bit of a stretch for people now. And very few people knew the number of Canadians who landed on uh, the beach that day, which was 14,000. And, yeah, and that's tough, too. So these were presented as multiple choice questions, then, is that right? Yeah, that's right. Okay, so, I mean, the question of how many Canadian troops, for example, that might be tough for somebody to, you know, just pull out of their, their, you know, off the top of their head. But, right, when given, uh, you know, multiple choice, only, what, 17% got the right answer. Yeah, I mean, you know, out of the six questions, and, you know, we did say, well, you know, very few were able to answer half. They're obviously in varying degrees of toughness. So, you know, I, again, you know, if you don't know, it was 14,000, maybe it was 12, maybe it was 7, some people said 400. Um, you know, I, that's very understandable. To not know who, you know, who we were fighting or just sort of a sense of the general significance of, again, an invasion that continues to shape the way the world is today is, you know, that's pretty upsetting, I think. Yeah, I think so. Now, when we look at demographic breakdowns here and, and maybe which generation or which age group did better than, than the others, do we notice any differences? Yeah, we do. And again, I think it's understandable. So speaking as a guy who's north of 50 in terms of my age, I mean, um, you know, the, my older demographic did the best. And there's a very easy reason for that. You know, in the 70s and the 80s, when, you know, when I, we were growing up, the veterans of World War II were still very much part of the mainstream. You know, they were still working age. They were kind of middle age, maybe moving up a bit. They were the local bank manager, the post guy, the, you know, maybe your next door neighbor. In my case, I had a couple of hockey coaches who were. So, you, you know, you were kind of surrounded by it. Now, of course, the surviving veterans, and there's still about uh, anywhere from three to 500 of them, are well into their 90s. In fact, on average, past 95. So you don't have that sense of it. But on the other hand, you know, how important is it at 75 that we pay attention to these people while they're here and say, we know, we respect what you did? Because you might expect maybe that, that younger people would do better just because they're a little bit closer to, you know, the, the social studies high school history age. Uh, but does this suggest maybe that you know, they're, they're either forgetting it or they're, they're not learning about it in the first place? Yeah, this is, a, this is always an issue for us at uh, Historic. We put out a lot of educational uh, materials in addition to our Heritage Minutes. And, and you know, um, one of the issues, of course, is that in Canada, education is, is decided by the provinces. And there are provinces that don't teach Canadian history at all. And each province, even the ones who do, tend to focus on that specific province, you know, which is understandable. But what it means is you don't get that national narrative like you hear in the U.S. You know, you don't get a sense of as much of what Canada did as a whole. So everybody's kind of nodding from coast to coast to coast and saying, yeah, we know that, we know that. It's much more, much more locally based. Well, I think people have the opportunity this year as we get closer to, to June to, to hear a lot more about D-Day and its significance, and maybe it's an opportunity to, to rectify some of this. But more broadly speaking, Anthony, I mean, Alberta's going through a curriculum review at the moment. What do we need to focus on then in terms of, of the history that we're teaching? 
Well, I think, you know, again, there's got to be, it's very important to know how Alberta itself got out of the gate, you know, how it became the way it is, how, you know, I mean, there's, you know, in terms of Alberta, there's probably no provinces evolved more in the last 30 or 40 years in, in so many ways. Uh, so you don't want to throw that aside, but I think every board, like everybody looking at this has to say, what are a couple of national events of real significance? And, you know, people can choose all sorts of aspects, but going and taking part in two world wars, the enormous toll it took, the way Canada developed as a country, and this one event, probably the single most important event of World War II, you know, calls for it. And again, you know, in, in local terms, I mean, maybe that involves saying, focusing and saying, well, okay, let's find the people from Alberta who enrolled, let's start from there, let's find out more. It doesn't really matter how, but it's just opening that door so people have an opportunity to learn and to say, this is something I didn't know about, I want to know more. Well, much more at uh, historicacanada.ca. Anthony, thanks so much for joining us here this afternoon. Really appreciate it. Thank you. My pleasure. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.